welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. I'm your host, Buck Rising, proud as always to be presented to you by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. The website that you go to is GaryAshton.com, your dream address without the stress. Sell your home for more with the Ashton team at GaryAshton.com. Our friends at Tame the Beast present the Beast of the Week every Monday. They also remind you to groom boldly. You can use the promo code AZ50 at GetBeast.com on all of your grooming supplies. That is where you go to. And Brymac Mechanical for all of your HVAC needs. Satisfaction guaranteed. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Let's talk about Derrick Henry and the deal that the Titans are going to look to negotiate with him given the situation that they now find themselves. We're talking about this on June the 15th because, as I mentioned at the top of the show, today marks the one-month point until the Titans, the deadline until the Titans have to sign Derrick Henry to a long-term contract extension. Right now, we all know that he's set to play on the franchise tag at 10.2. Chris Lester, 27, on Periscope wants to know, would there be any cap implications this year if he signs an extension? Yes, there would be cap implications. Because right now, he counts against your 2020 salary cap at a figure of $10.2 million and change. If he was to sign for a larger sum than that, that extension would go into place this year because he is currently or would have currently been an unrestricted free agent prior to the franchise tag. The franchise tag allows more time for the team to negotiate with him. This is the question that I want to ask you guys, though. Deal or no deal? Here on a primetime Monday night, deal or no deal? Would you pay Derrick Henry $14 million a year as an average annual salary? We'll talk about the length. We'll talk about whether that number makes sense to you, but on a potential extension, would you pay Derrick Henry $14 million a year? Deal or no deal? Let me know in the comment section on Facebook Live and on Periscope. We will get to your comments here shortly. But John Robinson, because there's there's optimism about the idea of Derrick Henry getting a contract extension. And there should be in 2020. Derrick Henry is someone who both John Robinson and Mike Vrabel have said, yeah, we're going to do what we can to keep this guy around. He's a part of our long-term vision. You very, very rarely see executives and coaches speak on the contract, certainly the Titans, very rarely do they speak about ongoing contract negotiations. And so when John Robinson last Thursday continued to throw his voice behind it, it wasn't anything new. It was just something that we knew. But deal or no deal in the comments section. An average annual salary for Derrick Henry of $14 million. First, let's hear from John Robinson. Yeah, you know, I've, I've, we've had uh, had a phone call last week, had a phone call the week before that. Um, you know, just kind of continuing to work through things. I think the, the, the conversations have been have been positive with uh, between me and the reps there. And, um, again, just trying to find some, some common ground. You know, I've said it before. I'll say it again that Derrick's an important part of, of what we do. And uh, just trying to find... Uh, the spot where, where, where we, where we all, we all need to be, where we all want to be. Yeah. I think that, um, Derek's approach to how he prepares, um, he, he's been that way back at, since he was at, at Bama and probably high school. Like, um, he's a tireless worker. Um, he's been engaged in the meetings. 
and and it, it, he he wants to get something done. We want to get something done, and, and we're and we're working towards that. Um, and and it's again like I stated earlier, it's about coming to that that kind of that common ground spot as it is in every negotiation. Um, so you know we're anxious to to keep the conversations going, and keep talking through things. That video is courtesy of the Titans. That's John Robinson last Thursday on the current negotiations between the Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry, the star running back, and his representation on the side of CAA. Deal or no deal is the question that we're asking you guys here on a Monday night. $14 million average annual salary for Derrick Henry. I'm not giving you the length. I'm just telling you $14 million average annual salary. Titans for Life makes a good point. Average per year doesn't matter. It's guaranteed portion and length of the deal. Can you redefine? No, that's I can't redefine because for these purposes, I want to make sure that I leave you guys an open-ended enough answer. For, understood what you're saying, that the guaranteed money matters the most, that the length honestly matters the most, but I want you guys... I, it's it's in broader terms, Titans for Life, deal or no deal. If Derrick Henry's average annual salary comes in at $14 million, no matter what the guarantee, and it does matter what the guarantees are, it does matter what the length is, but I want you guys, I want you guys to answer within the scope of that question, even as the points that you're making are very important ones. Deal or no deal, a $14 million average annual salary for Derrick Henry should the Titans choose to extend him a month from now, before a month from now, on the July 15th deadline. Let's get to some of your comments before I give you my opinion on the matter. First, I'm going to tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. If Derrick Henry sticks around the long term, my man Gary Ashton is going to find him his dream address without the stress. That's because Gary Ashton is the official realtor of the Titans, Preds, Nashville SC, and your boy here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. This is my one-year anniversary. This month is my one-year anniversary in my dream address without the stress, courtesy of the Ashton team. And it has been an incredible year, an incredible investment, and one that you want to make sure that you do the right way. That's why you trust the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage with all of your real estate needs in Middle Tennessee, because they care about Middle Tennessee. They are here in Middle Tennessee, and they are here to serve Middle Tennesseans. Not coming in from out of state to poach Nashville real estate to try and get in on the money. The Ashton team will take care of you at GaryAshton.com. Deal or no deal? Would you pay Derrick Henry $14 million a year? Buckethead, I saw I saw you get, a, get in there with a the contract number, and I missed it. If you could resupply your contract number. John Doucette, and no, I'm not getting a puppy for my anniversary. CM22, talking about Christian McCaffrey, says John Doucette, 16, Zeke 15, Derrick Henry 14 seems more than reasonable. That's why I want to put it in, into perspective. Because Titans for Life made an important point uh, about the guarantees in the years. He says it's still a deal. Our offense without Henry is like a car without an engine. That is correct. And here's why I wanted to put it in perspective that way. Titans for life is because those are the two people ahead of him when it comes to average annual salary. It's the least important number for the purposes of team building and roster construction. But when it comes to the negotiations, Derrick Henry is looking at average annual salary and guarantees 
when it comes to the money that he's going to be making next to the guys that he's going to be making it at his same position. Christian McCaffrey sits at number one with that new deal that pays him $16 million annually. Zeke got the deal a year ago, $15 million annually. If Derrick Henry comes in as the third highest paid running back in football on an average annual salary basis, that's going to be the kind of common ground that the Tennessee Titans, the John Robinson there, is talking about. Chris Lester says Henry is not as replaceable as most running backs. I would agree with that. Corey D. Jackson says, if we sign Henry to an extension, are we officially out on Clowney? I would say that would be definitively yes. You won't have the money to give Clowney anywhere what he needs to be paid, even if even if he was going to take, I mean, you have $14 million to play with right now. That's $6 million less than he wanted on an average annual basis. Jadavion Clowney, if you sign Henry to more money this year, unless you figure out a way to structure it that makes that cap hit, for Jadavion Clowney, a one-year cap hit, more palatable, it, you're, you're going to be out on Clowney at that point. Steven Anderson says, deal, absolutely. Michael McDonald and Noble agree. Joel says, deal. YOLO, why not? Throw him the bag, says Christopher Walton. Deal, says Tony Munoz. I say deal. He has earned it. Pay the man. He's the face of the franchise. That's from Corey. Willie says, deal. Pay the man. Not one detractor from uh, from Derrick Henry in a contract extension. Buckethead says, try this one more time. Give it to me, Buckethead. I'm looking right at you there on Periscope before I give you my answer to deal or no deal, an average annual salary for Derrick Henry of $14 million a year. I would pay Henry clowny money, says Tribe Called Quez, here on A to Z Sports Primetime powered by Tennessee Tickets. And I'll tell you right now, I would give Derrick Henry the contract extension. And that's not something that I thought I would say at any, honestly, at any given point in my life. I think Derrick Henry, if you can get him to go for three years, if you can structure it in a way that's palatable, I think you can pay this guy $14 million a year in a way that I would have told you, if I would have told me that I was insane. The beginning of last season, I would have told I would have told you all to go to hell if you thought if I thought you were going to give a running back fourteen million dollars. Tribe called Quest says no detractors for El Tractorcito. Tractorcito? I, I I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Regardless, Tribe called Quest is in on paying Derrick Henry as I saw Buckethead was as well with a three-year, thirty-nine million dollar deal. I believe is the figure that Buckethead tossed out. Deal four-year deal with three. Uh, three guaranteed. Well, it's not the guaranteed years. It's the guaranteed money, James. I think you're missing the mark on that, but your point is well taken. The length changes the answer, though, Buck. Yes, it does. It absolutely does. Isn't the version of Henry the best-case scenario for a second-round running back? Sure. But is that second-round running back worth uh, uh, first-round running back extension money? That's essentially what you're arguing for. Has he Has he outplayed his pay grade? Certainly. Has he outplayed his pay grade in a way that makes him that much more valuable, makes him the third most valuable running back quantifiably by average annual salary? Again, that's the basis that we're having this conversation on. Does it make him the third highest paid running back in football? Derrick Henry would probably go for that deal based on the way that the money is breaking for Christian McCaffrey. And if the Titans are smart, They'll get the deal done before Dalvin Cook does because even the holdout is toothless. But he will uh, he will hurt them if he if he signs an extension before Derrick Henry does because the money will only go up. 
Four years, team option year three and four, says Gilly in the comments on Periscope. No state income taxes either, so it's actually a higher number than 15, says Chris. Yes, says Lorenzo McNeil. That's the way to go. Pass rush-wise anyway, Ardona Scruggs. No deal. Let him play on the tag and bring in Clowney. We just got significantly worse this offseason. Well, I understand why you're saying that, Ardonis. I feel like a lot of people are of the opinion that the Titans' defense got appreciably worse without Jarrell Casey. They don't like the signing of Vic Beasley, or they don't like it enough to justify losing Jarrell Casey. They don't like it. They, they don't like the money cleared up by Jarrell Casey if it's not going to somebody who's regarded as a legitimate difference maker in uh, Jadavion Clowney. So that's a fair point. That's the first detractor that we've seen. CM had four-year, $64 million guarantee, or $30 million guaranteed. You're saying CAA taking point uh, would, forgive me, John, that comment faded before I could read it quickly enough. If you, if you would make your point again, I'd be happy to get back to it. I apologize. I didn't read it quickly enough. Yes, I would take, uh, I would take the deal, says Eddie, because he takes the Titans to the Super Bowl. Without him, they will never see the Super Bowl for years to come. So, Eddie is arguing that Derrick Henry's usage rate directly translates into Titans wins. And, at this point, we have not seen much evidence to the contrary, contrary of that. Christian McCaffrey is good, worth a good deal of money because he does a lot of things. But the volume that Christian McCaffrey gets does not necessarily translate to wins in the same way that Derrick Henry's usage rate for the Titans does. They're built differently. We didn't get worse. We stayed the same. Everyone else around us got better except the Jags, says Sean Gill. But that was a very nice sum up on how we feel about the defense. Yeah, listen, that's what I do. I talk. I summarize. I, I, make, I make things bite-sized for you guys that are larger, larger points of discussion. So I'm happy to know, Texas Sports 1015, that at least for that one point, I've accomplished my job this evening. Let's move on to the best backs in the business. Let's talk about running backs in the NFL. Whom we are measuring Derrick Henry against. Who do you believe is the best running back in professional football right now? Let me know in the comments section on Facebook Live and on Periscope. I will give you my answer momentarily. I want to know from you guys who is the best running back heading into the 2020 season in professional football. It could be Alvin Kamara. It could be Zeke Elliott. It could be Christian McCaffrey. It could very easily be made the point for Derrick Henry. A lot of great running backs in football right now. I want to know who you think, unbiased opinion, if you can give me one. I know a lot of you will say Derrick Henry, and there's an easy argument to be made. Zeke says Valentino. Derrick Henry says Joe Quez. CM got paid all that money for losing games while DH carried us to the AFC title game. Christian McCaffrey says IB Greg. Lorenzo says the King. T. Burkhart says Nick Chubb. Let me know who you believe the best running back in pro football is, and I will give you my answer via video momentarily right after I remind you about our fine friends at Brimac Mechanical. Head to Brimac.com. That's B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac.com, for custom HVAC for your home, or for your commercial business. Brimac has you covered. The fine folks at Brimac Mechanical will make sure that your satisfaction is guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Chris Hamby, you tell him A to Z Sports sent you. He's a big sports fan. He's a big Oregon fan, big Titans fan, massive Preds fan. I believe he's a Preds season ticket holder. 
Chris Hamby will hook you up and probably talk shop with you at Brymac.com. B-R-Y-M-A-K. Brymac. Our friends there at Brymac Mechanical. Who is the best running back in pro football? My bias says Derrick Henry, but Nick Chubb is damn good, says Texas Sports 1015. And he got an upgrade on the offensive line, courtesy of the Tennessee Titans free agency. If Derrick plays like he did last year and in December the year before, gotta say, Derrick Henry, that's from Christian on Facebook. CMC is hands down the best back in the league. But Corey D. Jackson is where I'm going to go as my correct answer for this particular question. And you can make an argument for many people. Don Doucette agrees with uh, Corey and myself. People sleeping on Saquon. The correct answer is Saquon Barkley. Number 26 in your playbooks. Number one on your running back depth chart. All day to throw it wide open. Saquon Barkley. They split wide to your right, and they're going to put it in his hands. That's a jailbreak on that side of the field for Stinklon. And inside the 40, the 30, the 20, the 10, and run out of bounds. From under 10 yards, close to perfect. And to reinforce this, there's a carry by Barkley. Another big run. That'll be a gain of almost 14. Saquon again cuts it to the outside. Sniff in the end zone, Berkeley, and it is short this year. All right, now the Giants turn to try and answer, and here's Saquon Berkeley, and he's off to the races. The 30, the 20, Saquon for six. Saquon with the patience and the thing that he has that not a lot of guys have is this little bit of burst right there. Once he sees that opening, and you look at big number 71 for the Giants downfield blocking and Will Hernandez. But Rodney McLeod was the one that took the poor angle. He ran into his own defender. Hey, Giants fans, Saquon Barkley here. If you want to see more videos, subscribe below. The man who does the most on a very, very bad football team. Look, a running back that can catch. The Titans could use one of those, says Mookie. Yeah, that video courtesy of the New York Giants. Official YouTube page, Saquon Barkley is the best running back in professional football, given what running backs as a whole, the sum of their parts, are asked to do. Derrick Henry, I would easily tell you that he is the best at what Derrick Henry does. The best at playing the Titan style of football. But I think if you put Derrick Henry in a lot of other offenses, Derrick Henry is not the player that he is here in Tennessee. And situations vary. Saquon Barkley probably is a lot better than he has been, as odd as that, that is to believe if you put him with competent quarterback play and a good offensive line. Saquon Barkley probably has a lot more room, a lot higher ceiling left to go, and we hope that the Giants don't waste this man's potential. I want to know from you guys, though, do you think I'm correct? What is the argument to be made instead for Derrick Henry? Do you think it's Alvin Kamara, Zeke Elliott, all of these great running backs in professional football right now, you have a lot to pick from. I want to know from you guys who you believe to be the best back in the biz. Got to throw Alvin Kamara in there if we're talking everything. Yeah, I'm talking everything. Everything that a running back is asked to do, which turns out sometimes, given the offense and given the skill set, is occasionally play wide receiver. That's why you have Darrington Evans who played both in college. Henry makes Tannehill and our wide receivers way better, which makes him valuable 
to his team. Yeah, nobody's arguing that he's not bad. He's the most, I think he's the most irreplaceable player on the Titans. But if you take him off the Titans and you put him elsewhere, I don't think he's the most irreplaceable player on the Miami Dolphins, for example. I don't think he's the most irreplaceable player on the Arizona Cardinals. Those are different offenses. Derrick Henry does what he does in Tennessee, and he does it very well because they're built for him to do so. I think that helps him a lot. Puka says McCaffrey. Sean Gill agrees, hands down. Derrick, uh, Derrick Henry is the best back right now, says Eddie. is a linebacker playing running back with power and breakaway speed. Derrick Henry, second McCaffrey, says Joker. Uh, Henry, CMC, Barkley, 3-2-1. That's our Donuses list. Are we sure the Giants' O-line is better? No, I am not sure that they're better. In fact, they may be worse. Titan Rick Sanchez says the list starts and ends with run CMC. Imagine Barkley with an O-line, says Christian Fuller. I, I hope one day we get the opportunity to see it. Titans for Life says Henry is the best because he's the one player that can't be tackled by an extra player in the box. Well, and it does help. that Remember, there was a really interesting answer Mike Vrabel gave one time it was. It might have been after Denver. I think it was after they benched Marcus Mariota, and I would have to go back and look at my transcripts, but it was right around the time that they benched Marcus. And we asked Mike Vrabel, you know, you said, Mike, you being Mike, Mike, you told us at your introductory press conference that you weren't going to do anything silly like run into eight or nine-man boxes. How do you think you've done at that to this point? And Vrabel Instead of saying, well, yeah, we've been running into eight or nine man boxes. He's like, yeah, we've done a really, really good job at doing that because we've had to out of necessity. The quarterback can't get rid of the ball. Everybody's filling, uh, loading the box to stop Henry. We've done a really good job at blocking that up. That scheme helping Henry. Henry does break tackles on his own, but the scheme and the early experience, honestly, the, honestly that they had at two and four, Helped them learn how to block those things up better to free up those lanes for Derrick Henry and for him to make additional plays. Ronnie Sneed says Barkley. Johnny's got to give it to CMC. Derrick Henry needs to work on his slot receiver skills, says Kevo. Yeah, Derrick Henry's got uh, Derrick Henry's gotten progressively better in catching the football, but Tannehill doesn't throw him the ball a lot. And honestly, they pull him off the field on third down, which to me means they don't trust him in obvious passing down situations. So I am simply going off what the coaching staff is telling me here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets, asking you guys, who is the best running back in the 2020 NFL? Mine is Saquon Barkley. Let's move on to beasts, though, because we've just talked about a number of beasts. Now it's time to do the Beast of the Week here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. You guys know how this works every Monday. You give me the person or thing in sports that displayed beastly behavior. Let me know in the comments section who is your Tame the Beast Beast of the Week here on this Monday, and I will give you mine momentarily right after I tell you about the fine folks who present this feature at GetBeast.com. When are we having the season start, says uh, L.N. Ringon uh, uh, Gonzalez. Wait, I Ringon something Gonzalez. Forgive me, I'm, I'm not able to read your... Uh, your periscope handle. Um, I, I think that could change. I think that could change very quickly because you saw Ezekiel Elliott and a bunch of Texans players test positive for COVID-19, and they are going to be one of many to come. So I think we could still see issues with the start of football season. Right now, though, we're on track to start the season as normal. Give me your beast of the week in the comment section on Facebook Live and on Periscope. 
I'll give you mine momentarily. Let me remind you, though, that at GetBeast.com, you can groom boldly and be a beast for 50% off with promo code AZ50 at GetBeast.com. Those are the people that you need to trust with all of your grooming needs, just as I do, because I groom boldly. I'm a beast. You can be a beast at GetBeast.com with promo code AZ50 and save yourself a ton of dough on the way. Be a beast at Tame the Beast. John Doucette says, Chuba Hubbard who said he had enough of Mike Gundy and Mike Gundy's dumbassery with his ON, what is it, One American Network t-shirt, the thing that is so, it's like conspiracy theory news network on Facebook that your deranged uncle watches and brings uncomfortable points about politics to the family gatherings. This is what Mike Gundy is doing. He's running around in t-shirts on social media with the OWN, one, wait, One American, OAN, I think is is the acronym I'm looking for. Where's this shirt? It's hugely controversial in what the, the, the coverage, I guess if you want to call it, of race relations has been. And Chuba Hubbard at Oklahoma State says, no, no, no. Until there's some changes around here, we ain't having nothing to do with this slap anymore. Mike Gundy, the eccentricities were cute. When it's, I'm a man, I'm 40, you come after me. But when it comes to race, race relations, Mike Gundy and the mullet, not the people that you want out there on the front lines. This is why you don't meet your heroes, folks. Football coaches, turns out a lot of them are really freaking stupid, like Mike Gundy, Beast of the Week, Chuba Hubbard. Hubbard and Grundy already make up, uh, already made up, says, uh, or, and Gundy already made up, says Puka. Well, that's disappointing, because <laughs> I just spent all that time yelling about Mike Gundy. So maybe there has been some, uh, some, uh, some resolution there on their part. Tyler Reddick, fourth place career best finish last night, says Jeff Sawyer. Yeah. In the Beast 8 car, that's a big beastly finish. I'm telling you, your boy Tyler Reddick on the come-up. I, uh, I think you can expect to see great things out of that car for Richard Childress Racing with the Beast brand on the tail. Give me your Beast of the Week in the comment section. Mine also comes from NASCAR this week, but it is not the person who came in fourth. Shouts to our friend Tyler Reddick. That's a big accomplishment for him in his first year in the Xfinity Cup Series, but... It is the person who won down at Homestead Miami Speedway, and that is one Denny Hamlin. White flag waves, one lap to go, sponsored by Credit One Bank. Blaney coming for second to the inside of Chase Elliott. And back up in line. Tyler Reddick has fallen two and a half behind them. And here comes Hamlin. Denny Hamlin, 40th career win at Homestead Miami Speedway. Denny Hamlin with a big dub at Miami over the weekend there on uh, on the course for on the track for NASCAR. This week's Tame the Beast, Beast of the Week, GetBeast.com. Promo code AZ50 saves you 50% off your online order at GetBeast.com. Groom boldly and be a beast. Who was your Beast of the Week? Mine was Denny Hamlin. I'm honestly, I'm getting getting more into NASCAR in a way that I did not expect myself uh, to be doing. Now, Denny Hamlin also did the Michael Jordan shrug. He did it in a very white and uncomfortable way, uh, but he swept all three stages, captured 
the uh, the checkered flag in the Dixie Vodka 400 at Miami Homestead. Uh, the track down there, his number three win for 2020, or his third win of 2020 is how I should say that, a statement victory. Texas Sports 1015 says Kyle Shanahan, from job in jeopardy to six-year extension, cash money. That's what going to a Super Bowl will get you. Long-term job security. Kyle Shanahan, coach of the 49ers, to this point, as reported by Adam Schefter, until 2025. Bubba Wallace says Austin Walters, big beast of the week, big beast of the month, year for Bubba Wallace, for helping to take get NASCAR to take down or to ban Confederate flags from their racetracks. It's a shame that it took us this long to get there. It's a shame that it took all of this going on in the country for something so simple and so morally correct to be done. But here we have it, Bubba Wallace accomplishing great things on the track in a sport where that symbol is very, very much resonated with Beast of the Week, Bubba Wallace. Beast of the Week, as always, presented by our friends at Tame the Beast, and they do so every Monday, and you have made it definitely nothing to do with MLB, says John said. Yeah, Rob Manfred stinks. Rob Manfred may be the most incompetent commissioner that I have ever seen. He's making Roger Goodell look like a rose in the middle of all this. Just such trash from professional baseball. I railed against it last night to the point where I'm sick and tired of talking about it. I'm sick and tired of reading about it. And I don't care what they have to say until they actually get the season underway. If they get the season underway. No Beast of the Week for MLB. But Beast of the Week for all of you guys because you have made it through your Monday primetime viewing. And I am grateful to you, as always, for doing so. A few programming notes. As always, on the way out the door, a 615 Sessions podcast comes your way on the very subject that we spent some time discussing here. Myself, Mike Miracles from Music City Miracles, and Zebo from Football and Other F-Words. Ooh, Titans for Life with a good one. Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms out there laying down the law today on CNN after yet another police shooting of, uh, of an African-American person, one who was passed out in the drive. Again, we, we, we won't... Stop shooting people if you're the cops, for God's sake. Stop killing people on camera. Stop killing people in general. But if you're going to do that kind of stuff, get the be beast. Just, not even just don't do it. Not even if you're going to do that kind of stuff. Stop shooting people. It's not that hard. And that's how we're going to end it on a prime time Monday night. Stop shooting people. Damn police. We there's plenty of good police officers out there, but we're seeing a lot of bad ones lately. And so I don't think it's a few bad apples. I think there's a plenty more than a few bad apples. But again, I digress into subjects for another day. Point being, Austin and Zach, tomorrow morning, 8 a.m., they got you covered. Make sure you tune in on Facebook, on Periscope, on YouTube, or on Twitch TV and IG Live. The boys got you there. Make sure you're following A to Z Sports on all of these platforms. 615 Sessions podcast in the A to Z Sports podcast network feed. You can check that out tomorrow morning. When that drops, myself, Zebo, and Mike Miracles, we broke down the Derrick Henry deal in further detail. We talked about Colin Kaepernick as a backup quarterback option, and we played a game of son or dog, where somebody, where Zach asks me a question of uh, an action that was committed either by Zach's dog or Mike Miracles' son. We will discuss those things tomorrow on a 615-day edition of the 615 Sessions. Rate, review, and subscribe to the A to Z Sports Podcast Network. I'm going to get out of here, but I will be back to talk about more NFL with you guys tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central Time. 
So I will see you then. Thank you, as always, for your time. And until tomorrow night, fam, peace and love.